When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you, we're the Cantina Band. If you have any requests, shout them out. Play that same song. All right, same song. Here we go. 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 Welcome to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. My name is Joseph. And my name is James. And we have we are sans David today. Yeah. Uh, he had family obligations that he had to take care of, which is perfectly okay. It was perfectly fine. He told uh, us, we're like, all right. We understand. That's cool. Um, you love your wife, I guess. Anyway. I guess, um, I guess it's a thing, you know. Which but, is, uh, I think it's funny to say that we are all married men <laughs> and that our wives are amazing for putting up with us. Yeah, and letting for, us come and, and record a podcast that where we just talk about Star Wars from anywhere from 30 minutes to two, two hours <laughs> once a week. Well, I always joke and say my wife, and it was my wife's idea to create this right. podcast. And the reason she said to do this podcast was so I would stop talking to her about <laughs> Star Wars and talk to, talk to David and then now talk to you about Star Wars. Well, so. mine before I came over here was just like, you guys you know what you guys should do on the podcast? And she was just like spitballing ideas. Like, I was just like, babe, I love you so yeah, much. That's awesome. Anyway, we all love our wives, apparently. And yeah. David loves his so much. David loves yeah. eating dinner with her as we speak. As we speak, um, which is great. That's awesome. <laughs> so, David, we miss you. Everyone else misses you. But the show must go on. So, as for news in Star Wars, there's really nothing like big happening. The only thing that everyone's freaking out about is the title of this movie. <laughs> like, if you go anywhere, you type in episode nine in Google... It's all it is is just news like companies and like all these websites People just conjecturing like about it's what gonna the title be this is. and like yeah. we put up you know rise of the Re- no no not rise the rebellion reborn right. somebody was like what if they use a, a, a line from the last Jedi and I put it up nobody liked it nobody <laughs> everybody was like no no and I was like okay hopefully they don't do that but I just read an article now that says it's not going to be as positive or as uplifting. As you think, everyone's been using the words reborn, Mm -hmm. rebirth, hope, but apparently a lot of them are saying it's not going to be that. It's It's going to be dark. It may be that, uh, I mean, I wonder if that son of, was it son of darkness? Yeah, son of darkness. I wonder if that one's going to be the, because that's pretty. That's pretty dark. Literally dark. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I could see it going that way. I mean, this this trilogy has definitely been darker in tone than a lot of the other well, not necessarily than the prequel trilogy, but... He murdered kids. Yeah. yeah. Was, <laughs> that was, was kind of dark. It was rough to watch, I um, guess. Um, whatchamacallit, I, I did read somewhere today that somebody on Reddit was apparently a part of the production, mm-hmm. and they said, in Star Wars, for Star Wars standards, the scale and scope of Nine is beyond anything we've ever oh, I'm seen. I'm so excited. So it's like, what? Like, my brain goes to... Because the biggest Star Wars one would probably be Revenge of the Sith, I think. Like, in terms of, like... How, how galaxy encompassing yeah it is and like and, and how far the story reached and what all happened in there oh, sorry yeah, for me there's like a thousand storylines going on in yeah. that movie i mean you've got the yoda storyline you've got a 
sort of a Mace Windu storyline. You've got a separate Anakin and Obi-Wan storyline. you got an Anakin Padme, and you got a Padme. Yeah. you got a Palpatine. you got a Grievous. You, and, just, and all of these things are happening all over the known Star Wars galaxy. Exactly. It's impressive. It's amazing. It's really an amazing thing. So the fact that they're saying nine is bigger than all that, I'm like, gee, man, you're yeah. it's like, what's going to happen? But, uh... But that's all the news, really. No one's really saying anything. Oh, and I did hear a rumor. Somebody says the trailer is done. Yeah, people have seen it. Oh my gosh, but I it's hate like, those people so much like, right now. It's but it's one of those things they said. It's people have seen it. Some people are they they think there might do a few changes, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things where if you have the trailer done now, why are you waiting so right. long until April? So I don't think they're gonna wait. I'm still saying Super Bowl. I've been saying it since. Well, what September or so yeah, at this point? Yeah, you have. Yeah, um, sure. Well, one of the things that I've I've heard is that the the title might come out this month. Oh, so really? Like the actual, in, towards the end yeah, of January? Because that's what they did for the Last Jedi. Was the title mm-hmm. came out out of nowhere? It was yeah. just like boom. Here's the title, Episode Nine. That might happen this yeah. time. So we'll see. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Um, I I keep. I'm I'm actually starting to get a little bit nervous about my prediction being the Super Bowl because February third is. Very, rapidly very approaching soon. us and we still haven't heard anything either way about it but i'm gonna stand i'm gonna stand by what i said i i think they want that super bowl trailer in front of captain marvel i think it just makes sense to well, me well the thing okay so here's the thing with super bowl is i don't if it's a super bowl trailer it's only gonna be a 30 second spot right I don't see star wars putting a 30 second spot of a movie of this caliber Oh, I do. Like, you know I what do. I mean? Like, our first image would be a Super Bowl spot. Like, I just, in my mind, I can't fathom that. I just, I just, I just think that's what's going to happen, man. I don't, I don't know. Ah. I've got a feeling I am starting to get anxious that I'm wrong because, again, we it's really haven't here. heard yeah. anything, and we're what about two weeks out from the Super Bowl at this point? Maybe three. Well, you don't even know who's going to the Super Bowl, let alone if there's going to be a Star Wars trailer. Probably the Dallas Cowboys. God. That'd be fantastic. That'd be amazing. In case y'all um, don't know, we're from Texas, and <laughs> we love the Cowboys. All right, anyways. Not as much as we love Star Wars. Not as much as we love Star Wars. It's no. pretty close. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so we'll see. But I'm kind of holding on to the... If... Jeez. Oh, <laughs> like what, would, what would be an amazing thing for us fans is if they actually release a trailer at the end of this month, the yeah. teaser trailer, and then during Super Bowl they have a 30-second like a, a edited down version yeah. of the actual trailer, and then at celebration we get the, the first full, trailer, yeah, and then in what is it October we get the final trailer, Golly, and I then that's when the tickets go on sale. Well, no, nah, I mean you know we'll get that teaser. I mean hopefully, yeah, hopefully. I mean I don't know. Who knows? We don't know. We should just... we should get a, tr- a teaser at some point in the first half of this year. Oh yeah, well at, I mean, at the very in least, April April we're gonna get that. Yeah, that official teaser. When does Avengers come out? That's Avengers July? comes out. Uh, no, Avengers comes out in April as well. So they're doing Captain Marvel in in March. March, and then a month later they're doing Avengers. Yeah, That's... but but toward the end, like because Captain Marvel's at the beginning of March, and Avengers is going to be toward the end of April. That's still ball. That's no. I'm going to say it's it's ballsy. I think. They, well, it's they they are smarter than they were for Star yeah. Wars on that one. Well, and that's that's perfect superhero movie time now. Oh yeah, like middle right, right before summer starts is when you put out your one of your Marvel movies for the year, and the ultimate Marvel movie will be yeah. coming out. But, oh my uh, gosh! So um, so before we started this podcast, you started talking about some comic book. 
So, yeah, so I am currently reading the uh, fifth trade of the Poe Dameron series. I think I actually mentioned the series last week. I think you in, Just in discussion. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had not started reading it yet at this point, but it is really freaking good. Um, so it, it takes place aboard the Millennium Falcon right after the events of The Last Jedi finish up. Um, what question? Who's flying the Falcon? Uh, Nyanub and Chewie. What? Yeah. Okay. Um, it actually starts with Chewie being the solo pilot, kind of like he was in the in the battle of the Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, and Leia tries to come in there and pilot a little bit, but she starts having Han flashbacks, mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave this," and wow. she leaves it to Nia Nub. Um, but yeah, so the main focus of it is Poe, Finn, and Ray sitting around the. Uh, the, the hollow, hollow chest, chest the de- oh, I think my it's or something like yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, table and talking about everything that's happened from that where all the gaps are missing from the force awakens all the way through the last jedi because they haven't spoken since right. since you know cuz as soon as the force awakens ends 30 minutes later the last jedi starts right and so we just go boom just yep. just full just full on well and when you think about it Finn was unconscious at the beginning of The Last Jedi, yeah. like completely unconscious mm-hmm. as, as as soon as that lightsaber streaked up his back. He's he was out. out. Yeah. Um, so he has no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know if they found Luke Skywalker. I mean, he does it by the end of The Last Jedi, but yeah. when he first wakes up, he's like, what is happening? Yeah, he has no <laughs> idea what's happening. He's been out. I mean, and when you think about it in those terms, he's only been out like six hours maybe, but in that... <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's only been that long. <laughs> That's true, though. I never thought um, of that. Yeah. But in that six hours, Ray took off, said, hey, I'm going to see you later, and yeah. then um, found Luke and began training mm-hmm. as a Jedi. Well, what she thought was training as a Jedi. Yeah. The First Order figures out where their home planet is, like the home base is yeah, for the they, they get resistance. There. They get there. They start bombing it. They've got to survive. But it talks about how Poe survived the TIE fighter crash on um, Jakku. It talks about where they set Snap Wesley, Wexley and the other guys yeah, um, at right, the beginning of The Last Jedi. we don't know Jedi. where they are. Um, mean, yeah. It talks about... I mean, it's all of those things. It talks about how Poe gets from Jakku back to the Resistance. Oh, and my it's, gosh. It's awesome, man. It is super fun. Man, I have... All right. So you got to let me borrow that. Right yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'll thanks. bring it next week. I'm... I think I'm probably like 20 pages to the end Beautiful. of it. So. Man, that sounds amazing. It's really good. Um, and so, you know, it all goes back to that that picture that we posted of... Um, of oh, actually, Abrams posted the first production photo mm-hmm. where it was like... It was such an Abrams picture. Like, it drives me insane how beautifully... That one on the on the bridge of the Falcon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, who's flying the Falcon? And I, I predicted that it was probably Poe was flying. Right. That's why I asked you who's flying. Because if it's Poe, I'll be like, I was right. Yeah. But I heard somewhere that a lot of other people also think it's Poe, so I'm not that special. <laughs> but uh, but hey, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. Because that's one of those things... That's a, that's a story we all want to hear. And plus... Where the last Jedi ends, and, and I, I know you probably felt this in the theater, was you were like, "I don't want this movie to end." Yeah, I want to see the next three hours of them of of them trying to figure out where stuff is. Yeah, and, like, and I'll, so it it literally is that. Oh man, all right, that's that's <laughs> the story I wanted. You know, that's it's almost like uh, yeah, with that one and with Solo, like where Solo ends, you're like, dude, yeah, I want more. So not to spoil it for you, but the there's there's still recap. There's different conversations going on aboard the Falcon. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the conversations is just done through 
word bubbles, well, word boxes. One yeah. of the boxes is colored orange and the other one is blue. And you're like, who is talking right now? And they're talking all about how Han faced his son and got gutted and fell mm-hmm. into a thing. The other one's like, man, I really regret not knowing all the names of the pilots that fell on at when we attacked the, uh, the planet of the first order and things like that. Yeah. And like the whole time you're trying to piece together who's talking and then it does a zoom out and it's R2 and BB-8 having a conversation oh, with each other about snap. all of that. And I'm just like, ah! Oh, <laughs> man. That gave me chills, dude. Yeah, and, and 3PO oh. walks up and he's like, are you two done lollygagging around? And just starts ripping into them for dude. standing around doing nothing. Oh. It was, it's fantastic. Oh, man. Dude, all right. I'm excited. It, it's that, really that good. That sounds awesome. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, which kind of brings me into the next piece of sort of news that came out was the trailer yeah. for the second half of uh the first season of resistance and i legit just watched it right now yeah <laughs> and, and i um, watched it for like the fourth time yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that uh it looks way more exciting and darker than the first the season, first half first of it yeah because i'm not gonna lie the first couple of episodes i was psyched about resistance mm-hmm. but then like it just was filler and it was making me really mad the stories that were well, going i think through if it, if it rings true kind of the same way that clone wars did mm-hmm. there was a lot of episodes in clone wars where you're just trying to figure out where ahsoka comes from with her decisions and and anakin as a yeah. jedi master and things along those lines and so i think that's probably what they're trying to do is trying to get you think who is kaz who is kaz and yeah. who is um the God, the mechanic i cannot think I can't of his, remember name. his name i feel bad but anyway him anyway yeah. who is this character and why is he the way he is and they're trying to develop those bonds between kaz and um the rest of the crew like i like that but then at the same time i'm like get us get the yeah, story moving get forward there. because it's it's like some of those storylines like the whole thing stops yeah and you're like, I don't care. Yeah. And then whereas now the trailer for this one, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. there we go. Maybe this is the payoff. Maybe I think this it's was... the payoff because that's how a lot... I mean, even Rebels had filler episodes yeah, where you're just did. like, oh my gosh. I but then like toward the end, like there's like four or three episodes at the end of each season. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> well, and you're like, that's why there was these filler episodes. Yeah. So I give a crap about this character. And yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's okay. so good. I get it. So get it. it's harder to see it when you're in the moment, I think, mm-hmm. when you're getting one... 30 episode minute episode a week. A week. Yeah. Um, but when you go back and you look at it at the grand scope of things, it's it's totally worth it. And you're predicting that it's going to be a one-off show. I think so. Not- I'm not 100% sure, but just the way the trailer flowed to me. I mean, in the trailer, they've got the speech that General Hux is giving in episode 7. Where he's like, this is the day the, resist- or, the resistance dies. This is the day that yeah, yeah, the First yeah. Order rises. This is the, this is the last day of the Republic. Yeah, yeah that yeah. one. And I, I I mean, it gave me goose. It's giving me goosebumps yeah, thinking it gave about me it right now. When I saw that. And um, I was like, oh, man. Like, but yeah, and it's it goes right up to that according to the trailer. So You know what? I'll, I like that. But then what I hope happens, and I, and I hate to say this. I hope they get off. I, I, because they're on the uh, Colossus, right? And mm-hmm. it looks like in the trailer, we're not giving any, it's, it's, it's in the trailer. It's in we're the not trailer. spoiling it. It's a two it, minute video. They, you can watch it. They, they, <laughs> it looks like the, the Colossus is going to sink. Right. To where, what if after this season, we finally get off that stupid off Colossus? Colossus? Which, when it was introduced in the first couple episodes, you're like, this is so cool. And by the fourth or fifth episode, you're like, I wish they would go anywhere but the Colossus. Yeah, please get me anywhere else but here, you know? Right. I'm hoping that it falls 
And then we get Snap coming in and Snap telling Kaz, Kaz, right? That's his name. Yeah. Saying, hey, Leia has a mission for us. And yeah. then it's like, yes, like we're going to, it's sorry, but it's going to fill in everything, you know? They should do that. And, you know, Greg Grunberg is probably up for just about anything you can get him to do. He's the guy who plays Snap West. Wesley. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he'd come back. As, and they're going to come back. You know, yeah. like, it, Disney has a... Whole... I don't know. I'm trying to finish the comic right now, but it's looking rough for them. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like yeah. one of those things where they could have easily, like... They could easily continue with The Last Jedi going on. Right. And then we can even have, like... Well, and that's one of the benefits of... Of having your two main storyline movies happen within thirty minutes of each other, essentially. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not thirty. I think there was. 30, I think there but... was like an actual like number that they said how much time had. Right, passed. but it was a lot quicker than you yeah. would expect, especially after they blow up one of their biggest space stations. Mm-hmm. Literally a planet. They blew up a planet. They blew up a whole planet. <laughs> um, and they have the funeral for Han. And then anyway, sorry. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> but. One of the benefits of having your movies so close together in time is that all of your extended universe stuff can also happen in time in the same way. So you can have the Hosnian Prime system get exploded and have Kaz react to that. Holy crap, Kaz's dad is probably on that planet. Oh, Oh, yeah. That's going to be really sad. And that's going to be a huge motivation for him now. For Kaz to be part of the resistance. Man, if if they go this route, this this could turn into a really, really good show. But they got to get off that stupid space station. Off that that space station, just that port. Water station, whatever you want to call it. Um, They got to get out of there, man. It's driving me crazy. And and that's one of the things the trailer shows is all the pilots jumping into their racers and taking out TIE fighters. Yeah, which... yeah. That looks awesome. And I think Kaz even says it at one point. We're the resistance yeah. now. It's like, yeah, this is, it's looking good. Yeah. So I, 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 a one and done, I'll be dis, I'll be kind of sad if they start like getting freaking amazing. Right. But I, I kind of think Filoni has may, a big, deeper plans has for it. Has a deeper it. plan yeah. for it. Um, but we'll see. I mean, we'll see what they do with it. I wonder if they're going to tie, because Filoni directs, what, one or two episodes of The Mandalorian, right? I believe. Is it just one? I don't know. They haven't said. I I'd heard more than one. He's one of the guest directors on yeah. it either way. I wonder if he's going to figure out a way to tie in resistance to the Mandalorian. But the Mandalorian happens. Oh, I see. Like afterward, right. this happens in resistance. But then you watch the Mandalorian, you're going to be like, oh, that, oh, that set up that, this. Set up and that. this. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm down. Especially because um, there's that one Thai pilot, Thai pilot who's one of the racers. Yeah. He could be in there. Yeah, true. I mean, it's... Dude, yeah. It's open galaxy. I love it. I yeah. love it so much. Um, oh, and then also last week we found out, which I thought everybody knew, but they still made the official announcement mm-hmm. that Mandalorian will be available when the Disney Plus... First day First Disney day Plus, of Disney. yeah. Great. I mean... I, yeah, I mean, like, I wasn't already going to get I it. I know. Dude, I predict it's going to crash... It probably will the moment it opens because everyone's gotta just go zoop. Well, it's gonna be okay. Here's okay. Here's how Disney can be really, really smart: is if before the release date, mm-hmm. whenever that is, they say if you want to pre like subscribe now, do it, and everybody pre subscribes. And or the it's app- like you can pre subscribe, and if you want to pay an extra fee, 
you can get it a couple days early. Oh, jeez. Before yeah. we go super. And everybody bumpy. would just. Shoop. And then what would be really temp- amazing, because I have an Apple TV. Yes, yeah, as do as well. Is, is the, the Apple download on there, and you can click yeah. on it, and it's just the timer just going down. You're like, oh, my god. I wonder if they're going to do, because with, like, Netflix originals, you can download those to your personal devices now. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do a similar thing with the Disney Plus. They may. So I mean, you can watch it on planes or, like, if you leave for your house for whatever reason, you don't have Wi-Fi. That'd be smart. That'd be smart, and it'd be fantastic. Yeah, Disney. We just gave you a really. But really I have a great feeling idea. they're just going to let you do like the their originals. They won't let you do like whatever well, cartoons. Let me or... ask you this question: mm-hmm. What's not original from Disney? You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, like the original, the things that they created specifically for Disney Plus. Oh, I see what you're saying. As opposed to like the Aristocats. <laughs> <laughs> why did you go to Aristocats? Because we were talking about cats last week. That's why. Did we? Yeah, we talked. We talked about cats. <laughs> oh yes, yes we did. <laughs> yeah, I laughed very hard. Yeah, you did. Um, but what was I gonna? Uh, say? I was gonna say something by that. Oh, and then apparently Clone Wars as well is also gonna be like Opening ready to stuff. go. Oh, um, now I don't know which one I want to start first. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on Mandalorian first. Uh, I, I might go back and forth. I think I'm gonna jump Mandalorian. Um, so let's uh, let's shift gears a little okay. bit and let's talk about. One of the coolest things that happened when Star Wars was bought by Disney and the Force Friday back when Force Awakens came out mm-hmm. was that there was an author named Claudia Gray. Yes. Who wrote a I didn't I didn't know who she was. I didn't I had no idea had who no she idea. was before this. And there was a book called Lost Stars and I'd heard about this book because it was a it was the picture of the Star Destroyer was on the front of it mm-hmm. and the first thing everybody like online said that's the Star Destroyer that is in the Force Awakens right. trailer on Jakku and so I was like oh so this is the story about that I start the book and I'm immediately just shocked by the fact that it's like a teenage love story I was like what is happening I was like why okay okay when I after after I looked up what the synopsis of the plot was I kind of looked into her backstory or what she had written in the past Mm -hmm. and I'm looking at it right now on 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 the Google she's she was pretty she's she's got a lot of books but they're all like teeny they're like teeny romance books which uh, there's certain aspects of sci-fi in them like yeah. they've got witches and wizards and stuff it looks like yeah but i was like this is the author that they chose to kick off their new yeah Star like, Wars this novels? Is, like this is like the new this is the, all the new canon and then lost stars yeah i was like oh my star wars the lost stars i was like this come is... on man and then you start reading it and then you start reading what she's doing with mm-hmm. it and before the end i was like this is one of the coolest stories i've ever read yeah especially life. the way she threads the two characters between yes um so basically if you don't know the synopsis of this book it yeah. is two teens that were raised on the same planet uh which happens to be under the empire's influence um, and, and it starts with the empire coming to the coming planet, and having yeah. a a big parade if i'm not yes, mistaken and general tarkin and he's and, not a general there at, no, at that point but tarkin is there tarkin is there um and he's he's drumming up support for the empire and like selling it basically to the people of this planet and he sells it to the two main characters of this book which are i can't remember either one of their names but it's a a young boy and a young girl and after they see the tie fighters flying overhead and all of the grandeur of the empire they both go i'm gonna get into the academy and i'm gonna be a tie fighter pilot which was nuts yeah i'm not gonna lie when i when i first started reading and i was like wow we're gonna go from that point of view yep. And then I'm sorry, keep going, keep going. Um, yeah. And so then they get into the academy, and they're they're 
bitter rivals and best friends at the same time and obviously there's a romantic aspect involved yeah but they're but they're all like oh you should all their friends are like i think she likes you and he's like no she doesn't no way man man." (laughs) yeah it is a teen (laughs) story but then um and then i believe it's when the death star goes or maybe it's a little before that it's a little it's right around the same time because he went to a planet and he sees like what way, happened yes to what the empire does to them and then i yeah and then that's when he decides and he decides to defect from the empire and she tries to take her with him and she decides to stay with the empire she's super loyal to she's the empire. loyal to it and it it is a really like almost beautiful like it's a beautiful story where it weaves these two characters through the main events of the original trilogy you, you yeah you hear things that you're like oh my gosh like yeah. yeah that was really that part happened like for instance her character um her and a friend of hers mm-hmm. they fly a shuttle to pick up darth vader yes after the destruction of the death star and it's one of those things where you're like yeah why would who wouldn't who, who yeah why like, wouldn't you have somebody pick him up in that and why not make it this girl that you're that you're you know yeah. with and then like there's a there's even a um before all that happens there's like a party on coruscant with mm-hmm. all like the the troops yeah and, and they're there and then one of the girls is from alderaan mm-hmm. and she goes oh look there's leia and they look over and there's princess i was in, like oh in all of her resplendent white and, and oh, oh it's it's it, i got chill thinking about it too because it was such a beautifully written story well, and i think i think one yeah. of my favorite parts of that is one of the girls that they graduate the academy with is the one that finds the uh the stardust part of in the empire's blueprints for the yes, uh, yes, thing yes. and she's statistics she's like typing out the statistics and she's like i think i found the weakness that these guys are going after and, and then she tells her commander and, and her, her commander, commander goes and tells tarkin i'm gonna go tell tarkin and that's the scene where he's yeah. like we've gone through we they may yeah wow yeah. like i love is... that scene in the book where she's like oh i figured it out and then boom they all died and it's like holy crap and then um one of the things i liked was that she and her friend were the ones who disabled the hyperdrive <laughs> for the Millennium and, the Millennium, and, and, and uh, Empire Strikes Back. Empire, yeah, I was like, oh my gosh! <laughs> and there's so like we're just naming a few, but there's so many other amazing moments in this book. To where when it was over, I was like, they need to make this into a a show. Like if they yeah. did, if they did a ten part, even if it was like a teen drama show, I think I would be forced to watch it like i don't think i would be able not to (laughs) and how cool would it be to like just see those images and i know david always says like a certain point of view you know like the book but you know like have a camera right here and then in the back you see han and leia walking fighting and arguing arguing in hoth Hoth and then you have him there and you're like oh oh my gosh and then dak is yeah. like I'm gonna go, f-. and there's that. That's in the book too. And Dak is like, I'm flying with Luke Skywalker. He's the one who blew up the Death Star. I'm so excited <laughs> to do like, this. Awesome man, good luck. And then he freaking dies. But that'd be that'd be so yeah. cool to see. Um, and then she wrote up uh, right after that, in between Last Jedi and, and uh, Force Awakens, mm-hmm. Bloodline comes out, and I didn't read Bloodline right away it took, I me, didn't it took me a second to finally and like, i think well, i read it because you were talking you hyped it up yes for me so that's much. right i told you at work yeah uh, and what it was was one day i was looking and i saw i didn't i, I saw the the cover of it it's leia and it's i was like eh. older layer it's a uh, yeah it's older Leia. Yeah. and then i looked at the bottom and it said claudia gray and i was like wait a second so what? I was like, is that the, and I looked, I was like, yeah, that's the same. <laughs> and then I'm reading it and that one is not a teen. No, no, it is no. Not. That is a, that is a, I'm not gonna say adult novel because that sounds weird, but that's just a regular fiction story. And it deals with Leia 
during the rebuilding of the Republic, yes. of the New Republic, and and that's the story where the whole galaxy finds out who Leia, who Leia's is. daddy is. Yeah, and man, yeah, and there was this whole ordeal with Alderaan where, um, whenever you're young. Or whenever something happens, you're or the king or like you know uh, Organa, not mm-hmm. the king. You know what I'm saying? But like, Bail. he he gave something to his brother Leia's, you know, step uncle, right? May. And inside, like this vault was like all this information yeah, and stuff that about, like broke down who her dad was. Who her dad and because he knew and like apparently I know it's weird, but like he's like he always wanted to tell her like yeah. who who her dad was, but, but she wasn't quite old enough for her to be yeah. able to process that information well yet. I and think. It was it was really it was really something to hear and to see like this whole thing where yeah. he was gonna tell her and she never knew and, um, and of course now of course at the point in the story she does know who right. Luke Luke tells her well and the first order is starting to grow a little bit in in bloodline but it's like a it's like just this this thing yeah it's this thing that nobody seems to think oops is uh is gonna be a big deal and, and leia's like dude this is gonna be a big deal this is gonna change the course of the galaxy and it was kind of a smart thing because and she does something really funny which is she follows the money yeah if you may which is weird for star wars but i was <laughs> like that was smart for her to like kind of start to yeah. investigate like who's doing well and the other cool thing about that book to me i think my favorite thing about that book was the relationship between her and the senator from the opposing party yes um, oh yeah yeah basically yeah. you're you're Democrats and your Republicans. Yes. Um, I guess Leia's the Democrat. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> it, it really doesn't because she's all for war. But, yeah, which is crazy. But the other side all seem to be all for money. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fit our American political system it at does. all. It we're, does, but it doesn't. We're not gonna. We're um, not gonna. We're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> anyway, um, but it it built the these two people become really, really good friends and really close friends, but they're also bitter political rivals and they both have very opposing ideals as to what should be done with this new Republic and what sort of a government that they should be building. And it's fascinating, man. It is just really good. It was that character. Again, I can't remember his name because it's been (laughs) over a year since I read this book, but the, the Senator from the opposing party is like one of my favorite characters that's come out of these yeah. EU books. Like he's just a cool character. It was, he's, yeah. he's he. I don't agree with what he's saying, and he sort of idolizes the the empire. Yeah, which was weird to me. Um, well, it was it was like they idolized it for the structure. Yeah, excuse me, the structure, for and, the structure and the infrastructure, and what it. they were doing, and yeah. how they how they carry. And he was like, we can do the same thing. But as a republic, and she is like, no, like no, don't even dude, no. don't even talk like that. And, um, and it, they, she mentions Ben there because Ben at this time, Ben Solo is already with Luke. Yeah, he's and with Luke. Luke and them are off on their own, so she doesn't even really talk to yeah. him. Um, except though, this is the story I think where she tells Ben who his grandfather is, if I'm not mistaken. Because it was that one of those things. Right. Yeah. It was one of those things where she's like, "I need to tell him now because it's everybody knows." Yeah, she sends a mess, uh, yes. like a recorded message yeah. to him, and so that's that's a huge moment in Ben's life is to yeah. hear who his grandfather was, and then that kind of already starts to shape him. It's freaking amazing, right? It's, it's great. And Han Solo's in there briefly, briefly, <laughs> but man, he comes in and he does what Han Solo does there yep. at the end, which is freaking awesome. And then um, it was great. Like that was, mm-hmm. uh, and this is where you and I disagree. I think that's her best one but then i like you, princess of but then alderaan yeah and then the more. next book she wrote was princess of alderaan which i bought like immediately yeah. like i mean that thing came out force friday last year well not last last year no yet the year no, before is that. it that old I yeah it is 2015 
2016. 26. I was just joking. 26, 2017. I don't know. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> Last Jedi came out 2017. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, this yeah, this was a precursor to the Last Jedi, so yeah, yeah it might yeah. have been 2017. Yeah, it was tw- it was a 2017, and it was when uh, Leia was a young girl, like before she became like the princess, if you may, um, on the planet. And what it was was her and like 13 other students have to go, go through these trials. Yeah, 2017. Go yeah. through these trials, and the book is about that. The book is about her when she's. Seven or like thirteen or fourteen years old. No, no, like eh, fifteen or sixteen. Like no, no, it was sixteen. It was fifteen. Sixteen was when. Yeah, because she's a junior senator in that one. And yeah. I think by the time A New Hope rolls around, which is three, four years later, she's, she's a, a senator. senator. Yeah, which um, is freaking amazing. Um, yeah, uh, just like her mommy. Yeah, and then the yeah, right. And so the story is of Leia, and she's really like she's young. She's mm-hmm. she's impatient. She's trying to learn everything. She wants to just be the best, you know, but that her dad Well, she is, wants to be the best, and she wants to help her mother and father govern Alderaan, essentially. And, but and, her father, though, he's nowhere to be seen through yeah. a lot of this, and so she's wondering, where is he? Why does he keep... Why does he hate me all of a sudden? Why does he hate me yeah. all of a sudden? And then, so it's nuts. It's really... It's really... Um, it's an emotional story, because, you know, she's trying to also figure out her place in mm-hmm. a lot of this, well, and... And for me, one of the things I liked about it the most is, I mean, obviously she's a strong female protagonist. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times those characters are not written by women. And they yeah. they don't ring true, if that makes very, any sense. Very like, true, yeah. like, I have no idea how a uh, 15-year-old girl thinks. I just don't. I don't. Know. I didn't when I was 15. I don't at 33. <laughs> um <laughs> um and so, like, the fact that this woman wrote this character and went through her thought process and really figured out who Leia was as a human being at the age of 15, you know, you hear her thoughts and you go, okay, she's very organized, but she's also very emotional. Young. Yeah, she's yeah. very young and she's going to make a wrong decision. Okay, she's impulsive. Yes. But it's with reason. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the like one of the best things for me personally. It, it was it was pretty great to hear her thought process and to and to it was weird because sometimes you'd be like Leia no like why are you and then you're like no if, okay, she's, she's young. fifteen she's she got to know any she's got to figure she's yeah. got to figure this out later and um and what's really cool is you, that's where we meet Haldo Haldo mm-hmm. was also the same age with her and Haldo had different colored hair yeah and um it was really funny and she was kind of outlandish yes. and, and uh just did her own thing, you know. Yeah. It was really, really cool to hear. Um, and then there is a love interest. And then what's really funny about this love interest, actually, it's not funny. It's kind of freaking incredible what yeah. happens. I mean, not incredible. You know, you'll see what I'm talking about when you read it. Um, and then her mother is like, you know, don't, you should date a, date a scoundrel or something. Just <laughs> date, don't date a higher up. Yeah. You know? Date somebody who, you know, blah, blah. I was like, <laughs> like I, know. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty cool. And at, at, in this story is when we first hear about Crate. And mm-hmm. then that's when we find out that Crate was, in fact, the very first base. Rebellion base. Of the, of the rebellion. And so in The Last Jedi, when they find that base, they're literally working off of the exact same things that. Bail Organa and then we're working off yep. of at the beginning of the rebellion. Yeah, the very beginning of it. And that's why if you look, everything's old, everything because yeah. that was the very first so it's been forty years since the rebellion yep. started at that point, I guess. And uh yeah, that was that was an yeah, incredible. That was a story. great scene in, in that 
book two where yes. where they find the crate base. And the very last sentence of the book, I'm not going to repeat what it was, but I remember I almost threw my book out the window, <laughs> man. I was I was so mad. I was like, oh, it's not Matt. You'll understand. Yeah. So saying all that, Claudia Gray is well, probably she, what? I believe she actually has the Alderaan chapter in a certain point of view. No, she doesn't. That's is she not, not the writer I'm, of that I'm one? about to get into that. Okay. She is like one of the best writers we have right now, writing this new mm-hmm. canon. And she's done a she's done a bunch of podcasts. I know David yeah. says she's always in a podcast, and she has a chapter in this book called "A Certain Point of View" called "Master and oh, Apprentice." Yes, and I remember I saw the title of it, and then I was like, "Wait a second. And then, sure enough, yep, it's the same title of her new book coming yeah, out Master in April. Apprentice. Master That's and Apprentice right. about Qui Gon and about Obi Wan. Yeah. So, and then. This story, it's about Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan. We have no idea what it's going to be about. I remember, do you remember the Jedi Apprentice books that came out during the... Um, I loved those books as a kid. Uh, I remember I read, like, my parents would buy me, like, whichever one was out. I wish I knew where they were, because I would reread them right now, where, where Qui-Gon first picks up Obi-Wan, yeah. and he doesn't quite want him as his apprentice, yes. that one, and they fight his old apprentice, whose name, I believe, was Xanatos. Something like that. And, uh, yeah, I remember And, and apparently, books. like, Qui-Gon was one of those was one of those masters that all the young Padawans right. wanted. They were like, oh my God, He's the Qui-Gon's. cool master. And, uh, <laughs> and the reason why is because Qui- if you look at Qui-Gon, man, he was, he was kind of on his own. Like, if you yeah. really think, like, he... He did his own thing to where I think that's why he... Was he offered to be on the council? He was offered a bunch of times, but he always turned it down. And I think Qui-Gon, his point of view on the Force was a little bit different from... Mace Windu's and Kia Diamandis and Yoda's okay. and things like that. He believed in the living force, that the force kind of, he believed more, like they all believe that the force guides you, but he really believed like the voice, the force had a voice and told you what to do and what was the right direction for you. To and then go ultimately in. he, he learned how to be that voice. Yeah. If, if you think about it. And then he also ends up helping Yoda and then Obi-Wan. Yep. And anyway. So anyways, this book is coming out. We have no idea what it's about. We know it takes place before episode one. Mm-hmm. Written by Claudia Gray. Holy crap. Like, what more, yeah, what I'm more can, you, for can you ask for in a book like this? And, okay, so this is where David... I'm glad he's not here. He'd, he'd get <laughs> mad at me. Um, I am convinced... Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. Y'all aren't. But that there is... There is a plan. There is... There is a story plan throughout. That they do tell the authors, hey... This, 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 and this. And right. The authors do it to where it's 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 it has to make its way into the movie. So, out of nowhere, before episode nine, we are getting prequel era books. We're getting a couple of them too. Yeah, because we're getting just Master and Apprentice, but there's also a Padme one. About yeah, it's to come uh, out. in the, the in the Queen's Shadow, I believe. Yep, or the Shadow of the Queen, something along those yeah. lines. About Padme, um, and in the last Thrawn book. Padme and Anakin had a huge role. Like okay. half of the book was all about Anakin and Padme. The other half was about Vader, um, kind of remembering that. But it was Anakin and Padme teaming up with Thrawn on a mission before Thrawn was even part of the Empire. Yeah. Okay, so saying all that, and then this new Vader novel, this new Vader comic that everyone was talking about right. with, you know, this happened and this happened. Out of nowhere, it just it was like prequel, 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 mm-hmm. prequel, prequel era stuff, and I'm thinking all of this stuff somehow is going to tie into the episode nine. 
I'm thinking something. So there has to be a reason why they focused on. They're focusing on that right now. Right. Is my, my is my opinion. Well, I definitely think the prequels are going to play a role in episode nine. Like, you'd be stupid not to think that. Yeah. But I don't know that they're telling Claudia Gray how the prequels are going to tie into it or what they can, like, like what she can and can't address. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure she probably has some pretty solid ideas at this yeah. point, um, especially because the script's been written since The Last Jedi well, came out. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not saying, like, she knows, like, like every single thing that's going right. to happen, but it's almost as if there's like, okay, write about this, write about this, but you need to maybe tie it in, tie this, this in somehow, right? Please, and then so she has to figure that out, and then I know they give them a ton of freedom to write these, right. to write these things, but I think Pablo and all of them are kind of going through, going, okay, keep this, lose keep this, this, lose this, yeah. and do this. It's going to be awesome, you know. I and then they got this new book coming out about Padme, mm-hmm. which everybody was like, oh. Okay. Yeah, like, that that one struck me as super odd. That one was nuts. I'm I, gonna read it, and I I don't know how it's gonna tie into anything, yeah. but it's gonna be weird. <laughs> I, I agree. I and like when I first saw the cover, I got really excited, but then mm-hmm. I looked at the covers like, oh wait, never mind. It's, it's just Padme and Padme. Padme, because yeah. Pad, at first I was Padme and and, and, and Leia, Leia, and I was gonna lose my mind. I wonder if it's gonna. I'm. Sh- I think it takes place between one and two for Padme. I think so, yeah. Okay. Because it's when she's no longer queen. Like queen. It's when she's adapt- going from queen to, to, uh, to senator. senator. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll see. It I could mean, be interesting. It could be awful. Super Dolesville. It could be It phasma. could be nothing but political. Oh, my God. If it's As long as it's not Phasma. <laughs> that, was, that was really um, rough. That was very rough. Oh, here's another thing about Claudia Gray's um, The Lost Stars. Mm-hmm. It kind of ends... On like a, not like a cliffhanger, but it's it's but like, it ends where you're kind of like I want to know yeah. what's gonna so and then even uh, Phasma the, the the side story was yeah. super fascinating, and then where that one ended, you're kind of like I wonder where this story's gonna go. So it's one of those things where I'm wondering if Lucasfilm is gonna finish these stories. If they're gonna, I, I have hope they finish the Lost Star stuff. Me too. I want I want those kids to make it. You know. Yeah. You know. I want <laughs> I want some some yeah. And then plus, I hope Disney Plus goes, hey, this was cool story for Star Wars fans. Here's an entire 10-episode series about these characters. Right. And you know what? I wouldn't even care if it was an, like the Rebels-style mm-hmm. you know, cartoon. No, I would love it to be Rebels-style. But in my mind, I'm thinking it needs to be realistic. But yeah. you know, it needs to be real people. But no, no. If it's in the cartoon stuff, hell yeah. That'd be awesome. All day, every day. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I don't know what they're going to do. So Claudia Gray is hands down probably one of the best new Star Wars authors we have right now. Um, If you haven't read a book by her, hopefully we've convinced you to go and buy her (laughs) books because they are all really, really great. And hopefully she'll give us a cut of whatever she makes off of other listeners. Claudia, we're we're giving you a shout out. And I hope, okay, I hope she's at Celebration and I hope the book comes out early while we're yeah. there that'd be freaking amazing if that happens you have to pick me up a copy eh, i'll think about it <laughs> just kidding uh so anything else anything else we should be speaking about um i think that just about does us for the week yeah i think uh i think we're good yeah because uh yeah. yeah david's not here to give us any other and i'm glad david wasn't here to argue with me but he's yeah. probably gonna listen to be like james yeah he sent us something right before we started recording that would would have started another uh episode eight it's, argument it's <laughs> such a uh it's such a stupid thing anyways i think we'll i think we'll go i think we're gonna yeah. we're gonna call it yeah we're gonna call it all right so thank you so much for listening um tune in next uh week 
for another awesome topic. And David, look out for a bonus episode from David this week. He said mm-hmm. he might do something kind of cool. But uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Email us at Star Wars Podcast at gmail.com and leave us any comment. And we'll be sure to listen and hopefully talk about something yeah, for you sure. want to hear. And we'll talk until there's no tomorrow. So yeah. <laughs> thank you and uh, may the force be with you. Always. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs>